Socialism Factor, episode 223. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Are you ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are talking about seven ways for you to establish thought leadership without bragging about yourself. Now, you know the people I'm talking about, the people that sit on Periscope, they sit on Facebook Live, they every post you see of them is about themselves. It's an image about themselves, a video about themselves, but they mask it under a term called brand storytelling or whatever it may be. So I want to talk to you today about seven ways that you can establish thought leadership in your industry or niche without coming across as bragging about yourself. So let's go ahead and dig in and get started. If you would like to dig deeper into what is thought leadership, I encourage you to check out also episode 155, where I put thought leadership into a nutshell for you. It's a quick 20 minute episode where we talk in detail about thought leadership and key foundations for establishing thought leadership. Number one is that you establish leadership. Okay, you establish trust by giving, by teaching, by sharing information that helps inspire, empower, and engage your audience. And you're going to do this through things like blogging, video blogging. Maybe you're doing live video on Facebook. You're doing podcasting like this podcast. You are truly putting effort and time into organizing. And I think that the main way to know, there are, everybody gives differently. So I don't want to say that everybody needs to have, you know, it in a box and they need to have a set of tips and strategies and worksheets. You may give differently. Some people teach by telling stories. Some people teach by putting it in a box or people, some people teach by simplifying, right? I tend to teach and share and give back by simplifying things. I like to put it in a box for you, but that doesn't mean that that's how you're going to do it. So you need to figure out based upon your skills, upon what your audience 
audience needs from you. How can you establish leadership and trust by teaching and sharing information in a way that's going to inspire, empower, educate, and engage your audience? Okay, you need to figure that out. Number two is create a signature piece of content, pieces of content, such as white papers, as eBooks, as video tutorials. Um, we have done a ton of this throughout the years. You know, we have things like our editorial calendar that you can download at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. That is a template that will provide you a, an editorial calendar for an entire year. Okay. It's broke down by month, by week, and by date. And it helps guide you in creating that editorial calendar. We have a podcast that goes with it that is a signature piece of content. And we have built more than a 50,000 per person email list from that one signature piece of content. We have white papers that teach people how to build their social business plan. We have branding white papers and worksheets and those types of things. We've done webinars and eBooks. So create once, use many, right? There's lots of times maybe you're doing speaking or you're doing training. You can take a deck that you delivered as a keynote speech, for example, say it had seven tips in it. You can turn that into seven pieces of content for a blog, seven pieces of content for a podcast, seven pieces of content for a live video, right? Where you can dig into each one of those tips. So just think, create once, use many, and create signature pieces of content that people will remember you by. It's the no like, and trust factor. There's a reason why on our free offers, our pages convert between about 35 and 80 plus percent. Our average conversion rate is right around 65% plus. So that, I know that's crazy, right? Those are high, high numbers, but it's because our audience trusts us. We have established thought leadership through content. Number three is to conduct online and offline events. Okay, great way to establish thought leadership. So you establish thought leadership by having an event, by sharing information, inspiring, empowering, educating, and engaging your audience through an offline event. Maybe you're doing a meetup or you're doing a seminar offline. You're serving and educating people at the Chamber of Commerce in your local area. Or maybe you're doing an online webinar. You could get together with other people in your industry and deliver a webinar that's going to educate the masses. We just did a webinar with a, a large online organization that also does mentoring offline for small business. We grew our email list by 1,400 people with that webcast alone because those people opted in to be part of our email list. So we had over 3,500 people registered for the webinar. And of those 1,400 people opted in to want to be on the Marketing Nuts email list. Okay. And this was a, a webinar that was established by one of our partners. So incredible statistics on that. 
Number four is to partner with other brands and leaders in your space. So same thing goes with this. It could be a webinar. It could be a white paper that you co-create together. And this is something I've talked about in past episodes is create co-created content marketing. And you can do this with industry influencers and leaders in your, in your niche. You know, who are people who are already writing content, who are already doing webinars, who are creating those signature pieces of content you need to identify who those people are and then you need to partner up with them. You can co-host events. You can co-host an online or offline event, co-host, co-create content together. Um, If you don't know where to start with this, you can also hire an outside agency or consultant that can also help you with that. They'll be able to help you identify those influencers and put some of those co-created content pieces together. Uh, We are agency marketing nuts. We do this with, uh, for a lot of our clients. You know, for example, we even have a small LED lighting company right now that we are helping and we're doing co-created content with leaders in their industry, right? And they're already rocking it. So whether you're big or whether you're small, there are things that you can do that will help you grow your brand, grow your thought leadership, because it's all about the OPC, right? It's all about other people's content and other people's community, because the more you can work together, the stronger we are. We're much more stronger as a team than we are as one. And I did a past episode on the power of the OPC, OPP, you know me, not to be confused with that song. I'll make sure to link to it at the show notes for this episode at socialzoomfactor.com slash 223. Now, I know we're getting deep into some content here, but before we go into our last three tips, I want to give you a chance to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are what keeps this podcast rocking. I'll be right back. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business, or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their Business Builder Kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgatorbiz or text hostgatorbiz to 33444. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com com slash host gator biz or text host gator biz to three three four four four. I'm back. All right. Fifth way to establish thought leadership without bragging about yourself is drum roll share third party content equals curation. So we talked about this right before the break and we were talking about the OPC, right? Partnering with other people. Same thing goes. OPC, other people's content. When I first started online 
after I left corporate America. So as many of you know, I spent 15 years in corporate America working for for everything from uh, entrepreneurial companies up to, I spent most of my time in enterprise corporations. So companies like Hitachi Data Systems, and I did some time at IBM and Storage Tech and Sun Microsystems, which sold out to Oracle, GE, you name it. Even back then, we used to share third-party content. And I can remember taking content that white papers that were established from other people. I can remember doing co-created white papers. And this stuff isn't new, right? So sharing third-party content, we used to pay loads of money to companies like Gartner and Forrester to get third-party endorsements and testimonials and all those things. All social media does today is just make it easier for us to do that. We can go find third-party content, right, with a few clicks, uh, knowing the right tools, knowing the right search engines to use, and where to find that content. It's pretty easy to find it. So when it comes to third-party content, a lot of what you're doing should be, what you're sharing online should be other people's content. When I first started and ventured on my own as an entrepreneur, Almost everything I shared was third-party content. So when I was first building the brand of Pam Moore online after leaving corporate and building the brand of our first agency that was sold within 18 months of launching, I shared at least 80% of just third-party content. Okay, so if you are brand new to the social and digital world and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have a blog yet, I don't have a platform, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I don't know how to write for my con- my audience yet because I don't really know my audience and Pam always keeps telling me I need to know my audience, you need to just start out by sharing content from other leaders in your industry, okay? You can become a go-to source of information by just curating awesome content from your industry. Okay. And then only, you know, my true belief is only like 10, 10% to 20% of your content max should be about yourself, particularly when you are first starting out, because you need to earn trust. You need to establish authority. You need to make sure people know that it's not just about you. And over time, that number can increase as you have earned trust, if you as you have provided value. So now our audience, we have provided so much free content, right? Over the, the past years that now a lot of times like, aren't you going to charge me for that? I feel like I'm ripping you off, Pam, because you have given me so much free content. They don't mind if we share links to our blog and we share links to our podcast, they will help us promote that now. Now we have become that third party content that people are proud to share right? So you start out sharing other people's content. You will then move very soon to where people are going to also want to share yours. And that can happen pretty fast because our goal as social marketers and social marketing for business is to be able to build, I always call it this social train. It's like building a social train that people want to get on, right? How can you build this train? It's going with or without you. And when you start to build this social train that is built on thought leadership and it's built on giving and sharing and inspiring and empowering and educating and engaging people and it's content that's driving action and results and growth of the human beings in your community, that becomes a train that people want to get on. They're like, where is that train going? I want to be on it. So that's why the power is truly in the OPC. 
Number six is to take people on your journey. So share the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Take people along with you. That is why I have been sharing our journey since day one. And I remember when I first left corporate America, if you were to go back and look at the first blog post I ever did on Pam Marketing that you will see how much my style of writing and sharing has changed. Because when I first started out, I was figuring out that ecosystem and I can remember apologizing in one of my first blog posts for making it so personal because I had come out of this corporate world of corporate speak, right? And I said, you know, I promise we're still gonna have some business tips around this place, but I'm going to share our personal journey too. And I truly believe that it was because I was bold enough and open enough and made myself vulnerable in sharing that personal journey that organically attracted people to us. And I still do that today. That's why in the last couple months, you've seen me share some of the transformations we're going through in our business, which are huge right now, right? We had major growth at the beginning of the year with our business. And now we're, we're, actually shutting down parts of that business because we got into a path that we did not like anymore. It was a a journey that was going in the wrong direction. So I share that so that you can learn from it too, so that you can feel empowered to pivot when you need to pivot. And I have already had so many people that have reached out to me and said, Pam, thank you so much for sharing that because I was doing the same thing in my business. And it's so nice to know somebody uh, was feeling the same way or, or people have, have listened and said, I've, I now know that I need to pivot. So that's what it's about. We all can learn from each other. And when you take people on your journey and you share the good, bad, and even the really ugly, when you win, when you build, and when you you know come to that next chapter of success again, everybody's gonna celebrate with you because they help build you. So you know the old saying is you should never be looking down on someone unless you're helping them back up. So be careful who you kick when they're down because as they rise back up, you're going to wish that you you pulled you were there helping them rise again. So the more that we can help each other in our journeys during the good times and the crazy times and the bad times, the stronger our relationships come, the stronger our businesses become, and the whole journey just becomes more meaningful and impactful. And through that process, you establish thought leadership because you're leading those conversations. You're leading, helping people get real with who they are and what their business is and where their business is not and where they're going. And when people get real, right? When they get real on those things, they see you as a leader and helping them get real with themselves. And so that's why you're seeing right now me do several of these episodes where we're really going deep into getting real on who and what and why are we doing what we're doing. Number seven, last but not least, is don't be afraid to leverage automation to keep your social media channels pumped with value, right? So in establishing thought leadership using social media, you really need to keep your social channels filled with good content. And depending on the audience that you're targeting, uh, whether that is a global audience, you may need 
to be automating some tweets that are going out in the middle of the night when you're sleeping. Now, when you're first starting out, I think you should be very careful with this and make sure that you're not over automating. But I want to encourage you not to be afraid to leverage automation. And I recently just did a podcast episode on this topic. I will make sure that I link to it on the show notes for this this episode. But don't be afraid to automate because the truth is you are going to be a better leader in both business and life when you take time to enjoy life. When you take time to enjoy the why of your life, you're going to establish thought leadership by being able to inspire, empower, educate, engage your audience, right? To activate them. And if you are working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you are never taking time for yourself because you're too afraid to automate a few tweets, okay, you are likely hurting your success and establishing yourself as a leader in your industry more than you are helping yourself because you're not giving your mind time to clear, right? And our pastor at our church has recently been talking a lot about margin and how it is so important for us to create margin in our life, margin that enables us to focus on the things that really matter. And automation in social media is a way that you can do that. Now, I'm not saying that you need to send automated DMs on Twitter to everybody. I actually do not recommend doing any DMs on Twitter. I think they really turn people off. But you need to look at social media automation in your business and see how can you uh, integrate and leverage some automation, but still make sure that you yourself are human. All right. So there you have it in a nutshell. I hope that these tips have helped you. These are seven real ways that you can establish thought leadership without bragging about yourself. Now, I also did an episode, a couple different episodes in the past. I did one on thought leadership in a nutshell and some others. So just make sure you check out those past episodes. I'll link to all of them. I thank you for spending time with me today. I hope that this information is valuable for you. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.